This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Godfather's in the house. Grab your bitches. Pippin' ain't pippin' ain't easy, man. 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 Take a look at me, everything owns iced out. Pimp, baby, you can see my wrist with the lights out. This is how I do it, mad bitches in clothes. Godfather, baby, on the plate to my rose. Step back, hate to make a little room for my hoes. Gators on my feet, take a look at my toes. Money is the reason all the real players know that. Godfather lays punks to rest. You got no chance up against the best. A rock's in the east and a rose in the west. If you don't dig the pimpin', I can really get less. Cause it's pimp or die. Pimp or die, baby. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Good evening and welcome. Or morning. Or night. Wherever you happen to be right now. Welcome. Welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast. My name is Jerry, also known as Basement Chair, and tonight with me for the first time, the last time, all the time, Rich the Riz. What is up? What is up, my friend? What is up? I decided that we should uh, (laughs) only have, like, we should keep our energy in neutral, you know, as not to overwhelm. This episode... Of the Basin Bookers is sponsored by NyQuil. It's also <laughs> sponsored by books. Maybe Benad- read a Benadryl. book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? They have ZQuil now. As it, if NyQuil didn't already put people to sleep. Well, I enjoy NyQuil, actually. I actually, I'm old enough to remember the real NyQuil before people started making meth and they had to nerf it down. Now, was that before or after the Dennis Leary sketch? Uh, well, it, it had to be around the same time. Mm-hmm. So it would be they did it after, well, whenever meth uh, took off. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a big fan of meth. I've never tried it, but I think it does things to people. I wonder if there's people out there that are like functioning meth heads, you know? Like, I'm not sure that those two exactly go together. I think it's a bit too much damage done. Are you sure? Because I think since we this is all this is all just two guys just talking, we don't really have proof one way or the other, you know? Right. Well, I mean I do have like some experience watching Breaking Bad. Yeah, so which I, is a TV I feel like show. That makes me, I feel like specific, but it's about meth. Like it, sure it's all fake, but in its own way it was a methumentary. No, it was just so, a TV show. But it was a good TV show. Yeah, it was. But uh, that's not what this podcast is about. And thank and thank you for telling me to freaking get off my ass and finally – or get on my ass, I should say, and finally watch it. Yeah, stop, stop being a productive member of society. Get on your ass and <laughs> binge watch a TV show. One of the best TV shows to watch, but nonetheless. Right. And nevertheless – Nevertheless, this is a wrestling podcast, sort of, although I don't know how I feel about podcasting about wrestling after just coming off hot off the heels of SmackDown and SmackDown Karaoke. Not even a decent tag team match between the New Day and the cute couple of 
Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro with their matching colors now. Shinzaro. Yeah, or sounds s- legit. Yeah, uh, I was trying to push Cesaro first, but I guess that could work too. Mm. Sizaki doesn't work. No. Sizaki. Right. So <laughs> fresh off, hot off, the hot garbage that this episode of SmackDown was. I'm so glad that we got to see. Uh, rematch from Buddy in the Bank, which wasn't even that long ago. Thanks, guys. Right. Right. It's like, you know you are out of content when you show an entire match from pay for you that was just over a month ago. That's not even the first time. No. Right? Well, it, they haven't done it in a while. So I'll give them, like, thank you for that. But, like, I know that, like, the COVID's kind of hit them recently. So, like, a lot of people are out right now. Uh, some people are out because they got diagnosed with it, and some people are out because, well, shit, it's starting to go around. Let me stay home. They so should have. I, I guess so. Uh, they could, why not Why not just have a fatal four-way between Lacey Evans, Tamina, Naomi, and Dana Brooke? I think uh, Naomi has two bad ankles, or was the Uso just Tamina, being funny? That was uh, Tamina. That, that, all right, so it's a triple threat match. Why not have a triple threat match with Tamina just watching along menacingly from ringside? So, if you had to answer gun to your head, did Tamina look like she had wanted to be there today? No. They gave her the worst song to uh, to do. And, like, she was, she, was off, all right, she was off time. I get that. But, like, he's singing a lot. Like, it's not even... Okay, karaoke, you don't have the original singer also singing. Right. Okay? It's lip syncing. This and it's not but it's not lip syncing because lips it's kinda like lip syncing. They should have called it also a... actually singing. Yeah. Sing along. I have a solution. Smackdown sing along. I have a solution. Okay. How about uh karaoke, karaoke battle royale? I mean sing along royale or something. It's, you know what I'm, I'm trying here. <laughs> okay, battle royale format, right? Not right. too, ma- not too many women though. Just I mean, what they had. They didn't even like. I guess you need so three. So say, say Tamina's Tamina's hurt. Three, so those three. All right, fine, cool. Do that. But while they're fighting, they're they're trying to fight for a microphone. And when they have the microphone, their song is playing and they're singing along as they're beating on their opponent. Okay. All right, I could get behind that. Maybe they'll make that a special match in uh, the upcoming uh, WWE Battlegrounds video game. And I literally just came came up with that off the top of my head. And I don't care if it's a shitty idea; it's better than what they just what they just gave us. There's no such thing as shitty ideas; just shitty people. Never mind. There are also <laughs> shitty ideas. <laughs> but like, my point is, you, you don't even really have to try very hard to show that you're trying more than just. Oh, karaoke. Oh, I guess the loser's going to be upset that she lost. I guess there's going to be a match. I guess guess Lacey Evans is a heel, and this is how we get the heel turn. (sighs) Unless she's just upset. But I thought she... She's a loser, like Dana said. Well, I think she was robbed. I thought she won. I don't think she did lose, is the thing. See, the thing, thing is, it was close. Naomi's weakness... Because I thought she she was very good, but her weakness was that she didn't seem like she was that into it. 
The dancing, fine, but like, she, didn't, she didn't seem like she was that into singing that song. I feel like that maybe that oos was uh, a little bit bias. Uh, right. Not, <laughs> like, not for his cousin, though. Now, which... Now he called That's her, not the husband. That's the right. yeah. Brother he called her sister from another mister, and I'm like, that that that's still a little odd to say about your twin brother's wife. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like they sisters. You know, they all sisters and stuff like that. I guess I don't. It's it's, it's weird, but I I I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll allow it. But that no one asked me, so but I'll allow it. Usos are on the Samoan side, not the black side of Rocky Johnson's family. That's so, true. But like, if you could pick, where do I identify? You know, oh, I think yeah. they 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 like from their demeanor and attitude, they really lean towards the the dark side. Not at, you know, you know what I'm talking about here. I right, do. Before I bury myself, can we? By, by default, by default, <laughs> I identify. I guess I identify as a cisgender white male piece of shit. Uh, for the sake of this podcast, I am right now a uh, I am a lesbian woman. So, all right, good to know. Just for today, cool. I'm feeling it. All right, uh, it, it, cool. It was stupid. I feel like you could have just, mm-hmm. like, I feel like, th- like they said, all right, and this is where we're going with it. Great, but like, I feel like there was a less cringy way to get there. Just have a triple threat. Yeah, at first I thought it was all fun and stuff. I love Lacey's outfit. I love all of that, and I like that she wrestled in it. But it's like, I don't know. I just don't think it was fair. But you know, I just, that's what you wanted to do. That maybe make her not be so good. Like, right. oh, I I gotta say, I gotta take a moment here. Take a moment. Normally, like, I'm like I'm not much of a fan of Dana Brooke because I feel like. Aesthetically, she's had too much work done for my personal taste. It's the but lips, bro. That that outfit, yeah, and the heels, all working. Yeah, I'm not, I, I wasn't as into it as you were, but I could see how you would get that. Uh... It, I feel like it, it was a lot more, a lot more flattering than how she, how she normally dresses, like either for the ring or like I have, I don't even know like how she dresses outside the ring. Normally, she probably just wears sweatpants. You know, just lounges around. Yeah, sweatpants, that's fine. You know, everybody loves uh, sweatpants. I, I don't, I don't mind the lounging, but like, I like, the, I like this look better than her ring gear. That's cool. Yeah, like her, her ring gear for me is up there with Natty. I thought like, she robbed Carmella for a second. That too, with those glasses. Mm-hmm. The glasses and the pleather thing, or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, for sure. What else was bad about SmackDown? Because I feel like it was just... What about what was good? AJ Styles was good. Yeah? But he was on the mic. Dude, AJ, I was telling my wife as she was watching with me, he's the best. He's so fun. He's so fun. And, like, so, like, not that I don't like him, but, like, he could be unlikable, you know? Yeah. I think that's the makings of a great heel, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like... He could do no wrong in my eyes. I mean, yeah. he could, like, kick a baby or something. I guess I might have, like, a little bit of a problem with that. But that they baby that. might have been a bad kid. So Yeah, you never know. Yeah. But ultimately, it wouldn't be his fault. Right. So, he can kick a baby and it'd be all right. I, I think the baby would have done something to deserve it, I feel, if AJ had to take that kind of action is all I'm saying. Yeah, maybe the baby tried to steal his candy. Or maybe that baby wanted a Intercontinental Championship title. 
shot. Yeah. Who, did he, who did he ever beat? Right? That was great. Let's go away from the negativity. Like it's, honestly, it's been a long time since we've felt this kind of negativity toward the product, but there have been, there have been some positives this week besides AJ. Oh, I was going to say, I just finished talking right. about AJ. What do you think? Because um, AJ is the Intercontinental Champion, and they just revealed, you know, a little recently the brand new Intercontinental Championship, which I love. What do you think of the new U.S. title? I don't like it. I don't get it. <laughs> you don't I get really like, like it. You like it? I do. I don't know. Like I think I like it a little bit better than the uh, the last one, which which was more red, white, and blue. Like bring it. They brought out the gold. They brought out the eagle. You know, it's all U.S. I really like the design. It's a. I think it's a very pretty belt. I think the IC title, the, this new version, is also really nice. Oh, it's definitely dope. But yeah. the I the U.S. title I don't like because yeah. uh, like the eagle. I I like the eagle. The eagle's back, baby. In a yeah. big way. Mm-hmm. But... Is, is it a bit much for you? Yeah, it is. It's like... I don't know. Like, somebody... I should have shared it right away as soon as I seen it, but they did, like, a photo... Like, a Photoshop and touched it up a little bit. Where it looks... They made, like, a slight variation. I guess they moved the eagle up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it looks a little bit better. But it's not horrible. But I, I do... I think some people made like a comment that was like a like it looked like a dipset championship or something like that. It's a rap mm. thing. Okay. Uh, I'd have, I have to, to explain what that means. But it, it it definitely looks like something like a rapper would wear. And okay. then you have like pretty much like an all black feud. <laughs> like you got Lashley, MVP, and Apollo. Mm-hmm. Uh, battling it out for the bling bling, like MVP is gonna challenge for some reason for the United States Championship at uh at horror show Extreme Rules. Because like he he's one of the longest reigning U.S. champs, I think, or something. Yeah, but is it he there? Is he he Lashley's you know manager? Should he be getting him that him that opportunity? Like yeah, but I I guess there have been some changes. I guess Lashley doesn't care about yeah, it. Yeah, with Heyman out of control now, there are changes on Raw, which reminds me. I <laughs> read something. Control. Yeah. I, re- I read something. Yeah, not out of control, but like not in control anymore. But like I read something about a quote of like a, someone that we haven't seen wrestle in quite a while. Shayna Baszler wrestled on main event this week. Oh, word. Who she wrestled against? Liv Morgan? I don't know. Does it matter? She's on main event. Yes, Just but put, it's the main event. Down, put her back down in NXT. No, I don't think that works. Like maybe maybe they would have to go wait for the right time or whatever. But like, yeah, I guess I guess Vince isn't a fan. Heyman was a huge fan, which is why she was getting the push she was getting, which is why she was in line for the title. But I like, kind of disagree with her going back down because it's like. In her situation, it looks like she's there because she failed. You know what I mean? Like, we know that's not the case, and it's not necessarily her fault, but that's just what it looks like. It's like, you left Junior High 
no, you left high school, you couldn't cut in college, so you're you went back to hang out with your high school friends. All right, so then move her to SmackDown. You you think she'd do any better? Yeah, because it's the you know that's the Bailey and Sasha show now. Looks like they're trying to make them all the shows, but yeah, I don't know. It's I I just it, think it's, it's a lot. It's mm. a lot to juggle. I I think it's like it might not be any fault of her own, or it's like Vince just doesn't see something in her. Plus, he doesn't check. She does. She. I'm gonna get barbecued, but she, she doesn't, doesn't check, check boxes. Yeah, she doesn't check the bad boxes, you know. Right. That's fine, but like, like we know what she could do. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, she's good. She's a good hand, uh, as a uh, as uh, Ziggler would say. But yeah, like I honestly never thought I'd be advocating on her behalf here, but I don't know, man. It's one of those things where you say it is what it is and just be like, yeah, that's all I can really it say. It doesn't say anything. But it, it doesn't. Exactly. That's another way of saying that's all I got to say about that. Mm. You know, it's like where does she fit in? Like who who do you want her to feud with? You know? I, I, I guess they got to they gotta wait for an opportunity to come around. But like that, if they if they sleep on her, if they just let her contract run out, she's going to bail. She's probably gonna bail. I don't know. I don't know about definitely. She like, bails her. Yeah, because like she's just after our generation. So like she saw WWF and she saw WCW. So she knows what that kind of war could be like. Right. So maybe she could be like, well, let's see what they offer. If I was Shayna Baszler, looking at the current landscape of women's wrestling, now most would say. You know, AEW, but I think Impact would be better. I think Impact has the better women's division. I agree. Like, we had that conversation, I think, a couple of weeks ago where we were like, I asked you, because, like, tag team-wise, I'd say AEW's got it going on. Yeah. And then we said that when regards to women, it's Impact. And I brought that up, which was weird. You know, because I don't watch Impact, but from what I understand, they have the wrestling when it comes to the women. They have the women's roster that works. Yep. They got Taya Valkyrie. They got Sue Young, who's Susie now, so is she it, changed uh, her gimmick up. Perazzo there now? Deanna Perazzo is there. Um, they, ju- they just lost Tessa, which I think was what sparked the conversation a couple weeks ago, um, which is which sucks for them, but... I mean, I mean she, they she didn't wasn't have in, to lose her, but right. Uh, but she wasn't in the women's division anyway. She was still their men's world champion. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mentioned Ty Valkyrie. They got Rosemary, so they have a pretty stacked female, and they only have really the one main show. So they're not watering themselves down or spreading themselves too thin like WWE's been doing. So, like AEW has dark. And I feel like they're using Dark to um, promote some of their less-than-stellar talent. Like, Brandy Rhodes and Allie, I think this week or last week, had a tag match together. Pillman was on. Right. So so I, I think they're doing it as, you know, as sort of like tryout matches also. Yeah. And I, I, watched, I watched that one match this week, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. versus uh, Lance Archer. 
because um, I don't know how well of a known fact this is, but I was a big fan of Brian Pillman. Not on his, the podcast, but I yeah, know. Yeah, like his in-ring work was fantastic. His mic work was excellent. Like you believed his character because he was like he would push the envelope to the point where he's almost living the gimmick. Right. Of the loose cannon. And like like there were um I don't remember, maybe it was either Joey Styles or Tommy Dreamer told some sort of story about like they went to because like in ECW uh they were running production for a little while out of like one of the producers houses and he lived with his parents and like he is uh, i don't know how it came about but he shit on the bathroom floor of in this house to and like it was part of his i'm i'm crazy gimmick Hmm. so he 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 pushed the envelope so i want to see i wanted to see what bulletproof brian pillman jr looked like in the ring and he he's got the moves he's good at, he's got the in-ring work maybe tighten it up a little bit but you know that's what doing more work is about anyway i watched specifically for brian pillman jr and i liked what i saw but i'm getting back to the point because as always we get off track um impact does have the better women's division um, AEW has the tag division. Their singles division is also very good. Mm, for the most part. I feel like they've got like their big five or six. Uh, which compared to how many shows WWE has and how many champions, you know, I feel like they're in the running. Well, they seem to be consolidating champions right now. Like the Only it's like one. the two belts theme is it's old now. Oh, like, true. have you Becky opening the door? <laughs> I, well, it, she was she was a, I mean the first one I remember was uh, geez before Goldberg it was a uh, warrior. Yeah, but this is we're not talking about the past. We're talking about recent. Like yeah, it's like a recent thing. It's starting to kind of remind me of the um. The state of the WWE before they started um, merging titles, mm-hmm. when they had the WCW championships and they started like merging them, yeah, that kind of deal. Well, that also at that time they also had like three times the fucking roster. Roster. So, um, and, like these people were coming in with title belts, so it was like, all right, what are we doing with them? Are you keeping the belt? Or one of our one of our guys getting it, and it was it was a very weird different situation. Like now, it's just I right, pass around, pass around. Well, what what can we do to make this title more prestigious? Well, we'll have this this other person, this person that has this other belt, also hold it. It's like all right, so that makes both championships more prestigious because like someone that is dominant enough to hold both. Yeah. So. So now that begs the question. Obviously, Karrion Cross is interested in Keith Lee now. He was interested in Adam Cole, presumably for the NXT World Championship. I'm going to call it World. Um, but would he go straight for the world title right now? I, He's never 
I think he could challenge for both. Just challenge the champion. Just challenge for both. That's ballsy. It is, but you know, like I don't, I don't know if he's gonna go fight him like directly. But right now, he could just he'll beat up somebody that's high profile. Maybe he will have a singles match. Maybe Adam Cole will still have to put him over, mm. and then he could fight Keith Lee. Like I don't know, but he's beaten people, so. Sure, he beat Champa in a pay-per-view match. He beat Champa. He beat uh, he Bollywop Big Boy was a thick boy. Um, that's not a. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I know. I know. Needs... Like it, it was, it was impressive to see him to see the two in the ring together. Right. He uh, it's needs... uh, Bronson Reed. Yeah, he needs another um, opponent that's high profile, like a uh, like a Johnny Gargano. Which it probably won't be a Johnny Gargano. Uh, maybe like, uh, oh, Dijak. That would work. Because he's friends with Keith Lee. He's mm-hmm. a big man like Keith Lee. They've had great matches. If he could beat him, um, you know, things like that. I agree. I just think Dijak is officially off the NXT roster now. Uh, but he was on NXT during the celebration thing. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, he could still do a match with him and then just go. He's not officially on the other thing until he shows up on the other thing, and he hasn't. It's true. Like, I know that was the rumor, but it looks like uh, Riddle jumped the line, and that could have been a Heyman thing wanting Dijak, and that could have also been... Uh, delayed uh, due to what happened. The old uh, shake-up there. And creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who knows? It's all up in the air, as they say. Like, it's weird. You do something like that, and it literally just, like, fucks with people's lives. Right. But it's Vince's company. He can do what he wants. Yeah, if he feels... Like, honestly, at the end of the day, it's all about needing uh, someone to blame. And, uh, you know, first it was... Like, I'm a conspiracy guy, and it feels to me like there's more to that Eric Bischoff thing than we're knowing. And Probably. And I think maybe first it was him, and now it's Heyman, and they did it, you know, they're keeping their mouth shut, but I think they did it because it's what's right for the business. And maybe, but also I am not, I don't know what I'm talking about. So there. Yeah, we got we to gotta get an insider. For the show, yeah, we gotta be like Meltzer. We gotta get ourselves a stooge or two. Mm-hmm. He probably has. He probably has a few. Yeah. So the FTW title is back. Yeah, man. Um, like I was, we were talking about it because I I had to finish up AEW this morning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I understand that, you know. It's Taz made that title and, um, you know, and that was like some real renegade shit, as he said. As he said, uh huh. And, um, you know, giving it to Brian. But this is not the first time I had the issue of Taz in the foreground and Cage in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, to the casual viewer, it's like, okay, this is the guy I need to pay attention to. Oh, he's not fighting anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like, Brian Cage should be front and center, mm-hmm. and uh, the camera should be on him. Granted, I'm not saying he should talk. You know, you got yourself a Brock Lesnar situation, and, you know, Heyman's not highlighted. Like, when Heyman's talking about Brock, the camera's on Brock. Mm-hmm. 
So that's just a little nitpicky thing there. But uh, the, I I don't know what what happens with that. Like, so if he, he loses to Mox, you know, he's he's like this FTW champion. Like, does he? Does it, is that them saying, okay, look, you're you're the FTW champion. You're bigger than the championship. But then it's like, I don't know how to feel about that either. It's kind of dicey. But mm. like in Taz's eyes, that uh, Cage is uncrowned. You know, the reason for what's happening is because, not because Moxley's scared of getting people sick, but that he's basically a coward. Right. Um, I think it's, um, I kind of like the narrative that they're that they were telling us that, you know, ultimately Brian Cage is the baddest son of a bitch in AEW, and someone can come try and prove him wrong, and that's sort of what that title means. Um, oh, I guess to, so. That you know what that makes perfect sense because it's like you know if you want if you think you're better than me, that you could try it for this, try for this. Yeah. You know, and I'm man enough to do it, and then just you know. Whatever. Yeah, but um, I think what – just two things. One, I think what you said with um, Taz being in the foreground, what they could be setting up for is maybe a super heel turn where Cage gets – you know, like maybe there's a string of losses. Maybe Taz like tries to help and botches or whatever, and Cage just gets pissed off and destroys him. Hmm. I, I – I see where you're going. I just hope not. I feel like that's a trope that's just old, and I think it's time not to do something like that. You mm-hmm. know, like let's let's step out of the box. Let's not even make that like a consideration mm-hmm. to do. Like they're already, I'm already a little bit like, like I think Cordette said something about it too. But like the whole, um, you know, starting like. The little crack with um, Morgan Freeman. I know that's not his name, but Morgan Freeman and uh, not Roman Reigns. You know, like, why are you doing that now? Like, don't even talk about it yet because it's like, where does he go from there? You know, like, who do you have lose? Like, you're going to have, you know, some if someone's going to turn, like, these guys are, are hot right now. Like, that shouldn't even happened, you know? Like, for Jurassic Express, like, really? They could have lost without them having to, like, fight amongst themselves. Oh, okay. You're talking about MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and Wardlow. I'm like, who the fuck? Morgan Freeman and not Roman? I I was literally sitting, until you said Jurassic Express, (laughs) I had no idea. I was sitting here racking my brain trying to figure out what the fuck you were talking about. I saw your puzzled face. (laughs) I'm looking at... At you in the house How can there. You see me. I can always see you. I wish you wore more clothes though. Creepy. Yeah. Um. So second question, not exa- not entirely related, but it is WBAW thing. Sure. So this U.S. Championship, it's all pretty, and it seems to be all done. Do you think it's sort of Vince saying, "Well, we can get this done, and you can't get your TNT title done"? Nah. I just think it was time to change out that championship. I think it's the last singles title that still looks the same from like the last uh, versions of belts. And I think maybe now's the time to do uh, tag team championships 
because I, I was looking at the AEW Tag Team Championships. I'm like, those are Tag Team Championships, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like those belts, the Raw and SmackDown ones, it's, it's kind of like you don't even care, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, um, I was never much of a fan of them. Like, I, I like that they tried for the dual gladiator kind of look. Yeah. On them, but it's too round. It's a, it's a giant coin. Yeah. Like, one's pennies, the other one's like nickels or something. Quarters. <laughs> Dimes. Could be quarters, not dimes. Dimes, fuck dimes. Um, I don't know. It's just, just interesting that they're doing it now. Like maybe it was always part of the storyline, regardless of COVID, but or maybe it's just to get people to talk about it and say, hey, maybe this is about that. Maybe, but I feel like. You know, I was thinking the other day. I don't. I think I heard about it, but like that Dusty's Great American Bash is Dusty's baby, mm-hmm. and they just did that to fuck with Cody. You know, like they th- not only did they like recently renew the um trademark, the trademark on his name, mm-hmm. but they use his dad's pay per view to you know. Well, if you if you own a copyright and don't use it for a certain amount of time. Um, it can like it can lapse, right? So this is sort of like their way of unofficially renewing it. First of all, um, you know, I just thought of a second of all, and it's gone. Oh well, <laughs> and old it's age, God, old age, people, old age, the old age. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. That eight man tag was pretty good. On uh, Dark? I mean, yeah, uh, uh, Flyer Fest? Yeah. Oh, Fighter Fest or Dynamite? Oh, yeah. Fighter Fest is Dynamite. Well, Fire Fest, yeah. And Dynamite is Fighter Fest. Yeah the, yeah, the one thing, like that Canadian destroyer off the ropes to the that outside. That was sus. That was suspect. It's, yeah, it's like. So you're. It's like it started just, off as one. Yeah. And it's just like you just land on a bunch of people. Right. Like, why not just Sunset Flip Powerbomb? Why Canadian Destroyer? Because the person who is getting Canadian destroyed <laughs> Canadian isn't actually destroyed. hitting the mat or the floor. He's hitting people. Right. You're doing more damage to the people... The people! ...than you are this person. Right. I don't know. Like, as with any um, indie-style multi person tag match mm-hmm. you know it's it's i expected it to be a little bit of a spot fest i thought it was really cool what bothered me you do you know what bothered me uh one no. spot one spot in that match really bothered me to the point where i remember it besides besides this one because this one bothered me more that i remember it without even having to look at my notes okay cash wheeler hitting a splash Oh no! I can't believe I missed that. You missed it. Oh. Right, so it was. Uh, I, I think it was towards the end, where like everyone. Oh yeah, Cash tagged out to Dax, tagged out to this one, tagged out to that one, to to Nick and Matt. 
whatever. I didn't keep track of like which was which. Like all ta- it was like a tag. Gets in the ring. Seattle, tags. Seattle. Tags. Like they all tagged. And then like there was a two-person superplex. One person then da- uh, then uh, Dash Wheeler hits the splash, and then like the other buck hits I don't know the elbow or something. Whatever he did. It was like, that's great, except for the splash by a non-high flyer. Granted, a splash is not a flip. Fine. But stick to it. Like, I feel like once you're on top rope, Drew Gulak disagrees. (laughs) Perfect. So, And if Drew Gulak disagrees, that makes you a high flyer. You gotta stop that shit. If... If your old tagline was no flips, just fists, and you're kind – without saying that because you can't because I'm sure it's trademarked because it's on Revival shirts. Mm-hmm. But that's still kind of your mantra anyway because you otherwise haven't changed your style. Don't do it. Maybe you and – maybe Dax and and Cash should have been the ones doing the superplex, and then one of the bucks does a splash, and the other buck does the elbow or whatever it was. Hmm. I can't believe they did a splash. Well, I mean, a splash isn't a, a flip, but it's still a splash. Right. You're still going to the top rope and leaving your feet, which is not your wheelhouse. Right. I, I feel like they deviated from their, you know, their plan, their mantra. Maybe that's part of the story because they did lose the match. You know, maybe they'll that. use that. You know. Oh, and that bruise on Colt was nasty, and I read that that was real too. Um, the best bruises are real bruises. Yeah. Did you? So, yeah. The first, the first note I have from that match: Cash hit a splash. That's, that's a good play on words too. Luchas, Butcher, and Blade. Beat Bucks, so one of the Bucks ate the pinfall. Uh, oh, it was uh, the assisted pile driver. Mm. It's their go-to. Yeah, on one of the um, uh, Bucks. I didn't see which one. Sure, but bros. That song gets stuck in my head every time they come come around. No, I remember Impact, I don't... Like, this one doesn't stick in my brain. Whatever, dude. You're lucky then, I guess. What do you want me to tell you? Dumb. Uh, so that stuck with me about as much as that bruise on Cole Cabana did. That was huge and that was nasty. Yeah. It's interesting what they're doing with that dork order, I guess. Yeah. I feel like Brody Lee saying, I don't know how this happened to you. Is sort of throwing shade, saying, "But I actually do know what happened to you, because I was responsible for it." Maybe, like, may like, I wonder if later on it's revealed that he that Colt actually is part of the Dark Order, and all this stuff, you know, the tag matches and stuff we don't see, like things that cause major bruising, like that, are part of his initiation. Oh, like, mm. it probably would have been better if they jumped him in, you know? Maybe that's what happened and we just didn't see it. 
kind right. of deal. Is that your? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're go- they're gonna. Uh, one of the things for any first time listeners, one thing that we are known for on this podcast is overthinking the simplest shit. Uh, it's, I think it's a Mark thing, dude. Could be. And, you know, that could be – that's probably what I'm doing right now because I feel like for them to well, – for, oh, first of all, Yeah. First of all, for that bruise, the fact that that was real, it's like, holy shit. This is – you're not planning that. Right. That shit was nasty. I think, if I mentioned that bruise was nasty, that bruise was nasty. I heard that the bruise may or may not be nasty. Let's say Nancy. Who's Nancy? Nancy. Nancy Kerrigan? That bitch. <laughs> I don't know her. Don't be mad, Nancy, if you're a fan of the podcast. Yeah, we love you, Nancy. We love all our fans. How was your knee? Anyway. <laughs> um, better now. Why? Remember Hopefully he's not still bruised. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the bruise. Um, I don't know. That, that's me overthinking it. It was just – I just felt like it was kind of a an odd line to throw out there. You know, if it was just him thinking off the top of his head, all right. He tried something. He tried also, the... you're overthinking it. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, the opening tag match, though, was great. Page and Omega over Private Party. Private Party! Good stuff. Oh, my God. Is that Private Party? It's that, was it, what's that thing? Like a party you're not invited to or whatever? Um, it, uh, where it's a place for, uh, hailing from a place you need an invitation to or something like that. Those guys are good. Um, <laughs> what'd you think of, uh, before I forget the, the weird dude, the, I think he's Japanese on dark. Michael Nakazawa. Yeah. It's like Naka, Nakazawa or something like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I, I only watched the uh, the Pillman match, but I know Nakazawa's gimmick. Apparently, he brought this gimmick over from Japan. Uh, I saw. Uh, is it me or is his shorts like really tiny? Is that a part of the gimmick? Like he's got these yeah. tiny, tiny, creepy shorts, and I don't know. It looks like he might be packing his shorts. Probably, but yeah, it's, it, as I understand it, it's part of the gimmick. That's um, it's amazing. Yeah, but um, I saw a brief clip. Of him going to oil up and um, Aubrey Edwards taking the oil and throwing it into the quote-unquote crowd. The mm. not-so-crowded crowd. There. Yeah. Also, I read an interview with her or heard an interview with her this week. Um, apparently, her first match she worked uh, – her name was Girl Hebner. Great. Or, like, Maybe she Earl. was on Jericho's yeah. podcast because I know she was on it recently. Probably, that's probably where I heard it. You know what I mean? I just I read the dirt sheets and like there's some reason. She kicked Jericho's arm. She did. That was pretty cool. Earl's done that to Triple H, so. I know, but she's a girl. So? Girl Hebner. Go, girl. You go, girl. Like, I, 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 I can't believe Orange Cassidy lost, but I believe Orange Cassidy lost. No, well, that was a lot of, uh, Shenanigans no, I on. get it, but if he was going to get beat, it should have been after he got hit in the head with a bat, not later. It's like, what is the bat made out of, you know? It's aluminum. Yeah, but still, like, you got hit with a bat. 
mm-hmm. and you kicked out, only to get hit with the Judas effect later and lose to that instead. Like, I get it, it's his finisher, but maybe they should have did bat, Judas effect, that's it. Because then it was bat, move, kicked out, defense, 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 Judas effect out of nowhere. Well, the Judas effect is the kind of move that comes out of nowhere. No, so. I get it, but I, I think that sh- it should have been a wrap after the bat. And then, whatever, I don't know. Maybe. Well, they obviously wanted to finish with the Judas effect. Then don't um, use a forward object then. You know what I mean? Don't hit him with a bat. It's weird to me. Yeah. Eh. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. So what would you think of uh, Darby's stunt this week? Every time one of those videos comes up, I like him less and less. Yeah, this one was like, all right, I'm going to... I'm gonna do what little kids can do. I'm gonna jump into a pile of foam. Listen, it was it was cool when Steve O did it like years ago. You know, I know Steve O's still doing it, but um, I'm I'm making a jackass reference. Uh, yes. You're 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 a pro wrestler. It's like okay, so I can't I can't wrestle, but I'm gonna do this, which is definitely unsafe. Cool, cool man. But it's it's not unsafe. It's high, but it's not unsafe. It's foam. Always... If, you were, if you were diving into a river, I'd be like, that's pretty freaking unsafe. This Whatever. is foam. Foam blocks. Do we know that? Yeah. Okay. They're foam blocks. Was there no news this week? Uh, just a pregnancy and a birth. Sarah Logan's pregnant. I knew about that. And Dawkins' significant other, I don't know if she's girlfriend or wife. Uh, What's that gave, supposed to mean, Rich? What are you means, trying to say? Uh, I'm saying Wikipedia doesn't have his marital status. Oh! You can't just say baby mama. Oh, this guy, man. This is the kind of stuff I got to deal with people. I apologize. I apologize. I'd, I'd rather guy. refer to her with more respect. Yeah. And call her his significant other. You're thinking it. You know, it's fine. I know you, bro. I know what you're about. I know what you're about. You get hide from the book of verse. This is what, this is a kind of person. Do you want representing you? Give me a hell no. Hell no. That's right. Well, you got our entire book of verse to respond. That's right. <laughs> from, from, from the future. Apparently. I'm from the future. I'm an oracle. There's actually one other thing. Um, apparently, the bump has their own set of awards now. Like the Slabbies, but no one cares? Yes, it's called the Bumpy Awards, and it's the people's choice. So I have the voting page here, and I want to ask you if you can guess who I picked. Oh, I so, like games. So the tag team... Of the half year. All this is of the half year because it's July. So uh, tag team of the half year, the nominees were and are because you can still go vote at WWE.com. Nominees are the Street Profits, Sasha Banks and Bailey, The New Day, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and Imperium. Uh, Who do you think I voted for? The New Day? No. Imperium? (laughs) No. 
Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss? No. Oh, okay. So there you go. <laughs> there's two. There's two other options. What were the other two again? Sasha Banks and Bailey and Tree Profits. Oh, Sasha Banks and Bailey. Yes. Yeah. They've. They are the most dominant, most talked about tag team right now. I guess it's because I don't like them. And that's not what that's about. I'm projecting. Right. You are you are projecting. Projectile like, vomit. Yeah, they they are undeniable. They are literally on every show. You can't avoid them. But like, well, oh, that's Charlotte, cool. But when Charlotte's on every show, you're like, Ooh. yeah, they're doing <laughs> it better. I think maybe because it's two of them and they can play off each other. When it's just Charlotte, it's just Charlotte, and it's just like the same thing over and over. With Charlotte, there's an air of superiority. I'm the queen. Woo! Bow down to me. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Come hold the the ropes for me. Take my robe. Drink the milk from my titties. Yeah. What? Sure. So (laughs) the second category was rivalry of the half year. And I gotta say, this is... Eh. Alright, so the nominees are... Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio on that list? Because that would not. suck. Good. It's not. The nominees are Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I'd go with that already. Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. Eh. Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. Uh. Taker and AJ. Hmm. And this one's more of like, oh, that was still this year? Champ and Gargano. Damn it. It'd probably be Champa Gargano, I guess. No, because it wasn't. It was, for me, it wasn't enough of this year. Really? Yeah, like like their big rivalry was like the the past two years ending. Like, sure, the big ending was just like a couple months ago. Was, was, was that WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, it was the fa- the what was it the fairy tale ending or something or heart? Yeah, it was. The heart versus the soul. The I don't know, whatever. I, I don't Last one final beat. Yeah, that weird cinematic match that they had. Yeah. So, th- so that wasn't my pick. Right. Uh, Ryan, do the nominees are, and this is just the order they have them on on the site here: Manny Rose versus Sonya Deville, Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch versus Shayna, Taker versus AJ. I really I think that um, the AJ Undertaker one was good. But I feel like the Mandy and Sonya one was building longer. Yes, that was my pick, and that's why. Because it it was it was just as heated, it was just as personal, but it was over a greater period of time. So to vote for rival rivalry of the half year, that one dominated the half year more than any of the rest of these. Yeah. So that that was my pick. What would your pick be? Them. You, okay, because you you said uh, right out the gate that, that like I I said that one first, and that was you said was your pick. What would your pick be for uh, tag team of the year New Day? Yeah. Okay. Because they're just doing it up, you know. So the next category is in ring match of the half year. There's a separate category for a cinematic match, Ooh. but right. Uh, so in ring match of the half year. The options are. Charlotte versus Rhea at Mania. Hmm. Owens versus Seth at Mania. Uh, Brian versus AJ for the IC title on SmackDown. 
Oh, there we go. Greatest wrestling match ever at Backlash, Edge and Orton. And the men's rumble match. AJ and uh, Brian in IC title. It's the only right answer. Right? It's like, just the only right answer. You can't really... Like, you can make an argument, but it's incorrect. At least yeah. in my opinion. In yours. Yeah. Like, Charlotte and Rhea was good. Owens and Seth was good. Edge Norton was better than I expected. Definitely was. That we could definitely give to them for that. Yeah. Yeah, and the men's Rumble match, all right, 15 minutes, 20 or a half hour, whatever, of Brock. All right, cool. And then you had a low blow and Drew McIntyre. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then you had Drew McIntyre winning. So it was moments. But that doesn't make it the in-ring match of the half year. In fact, I think Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles will be will end up being a match of the year. Knowing so, them, it won't be. Because they build it as such, so they're gonna. You know what? You know how Vince is. It's like if it doesn't win, then it wasn't what they said it was. You know. True. Uh, but remember, this is fans vote. Oh, okay. So fans vote then, yeah, but right. So you you can go to wb.com and vote yourself. Ugh. I know. I, I, so, it's like real elections, man. Like I don't feel like mm. my vote really does count. <laughs> but here on the Basin Booker's podcast, it does for give or take forty nine percent. Right. So, cinematic match of a half year. And we know all of them, but I'll just uh, list them. The options are the Boneyard match, the Firefly Funhouse match, men's and women's Money in the Bank ladder matches. That's listed as one, probably because they took place at the same time. Champion Gargano, one final beat. And the Viking Prophets versus Ninjas. That's actually what they call it. Okay. At backslash. All right, that's definitely not going to win. Correct. In my opinion. <laughs> um, did you say um, Undertaker's match? Yeah, Boneyard. That's what I pick. Same. Mainly because I'm a traditionalist in that regard. It's like you can't, especially if it's probably the last ride and it's definitely not, but for the sake of storyline, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Then you gotta, right? Yeah, like, there was so much in that match. And it was... It was as physical a match as uh, Champ and Gargano. Um, like both of them were just like complete all-out brawls, but you had the amazing performances of AJ and Taker. Yeah, it was a it was a great story and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Champ and Gargano was great. I like I would definitely watch that match again. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse match was so interesting and cool and fun. It was. It definitely was. But you're talking about that versus capping off, like, probably one of the greatest, if not greatest, characters ever. Right. Like, and and consistent. Like, consistent for, for a time pretty much living 
his gimmick. Mm-hmm. And it, like it, it wasn't an everyday gimmick that, that like you could just like pass for a random person on the street. It's you're a yeah, this dead is the guy dead. for it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, pfft. and of, of course, AJ Styles. Yeah, it's you know, yeah, yeah. There was no doubt it was not going to be that match. Um. Yeah, all, all good shit. The next and last category is superstar of the half year. Oh no! Is that ten names here? The options are Adam Cole, baby, Keith Lee, Charlotte Flair, son of a bitch, Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, Otis. Really? Where the fuck is he? Oh, he's probably at risk. <laughs> Maybe. Bailey. Okay. Asuka. Io Shirai. Braun! <laughs> and Becky Lynch. I picked Becky Lynch. <laughs> Because he's the man. All right, but for, but for like the half year. God. Right. She was here for half of the half year. I guess. All right. So, so, so she, she'd be your pick? Yeah, she would be, like, only because I love her so much. But if I, <laughs> I guess you'd, you'd have to say Keith Lee has had the best half year. Right? Hmm. Because I don't think it'd be Adam Cole. I get it. Like, title raid, whatever. But, like... Progression? You know, you beat the longest reigning NXT champion ever? You know? Yeah. So, I, 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 could, I could definitely, like... I really can't argue against Keith Lee, but I picked Adam Cole. I felt like his, he was more prominent. I think he had more title matches. Well, he definitely had more more matches. Um, I guess you know, probably being part of, part of a faction, you're going to be seen more. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like the amount of time that he had with that championship belt, like like the entire half year up until just you know. Today's Friday, so up until two nights ago, asterisk, even though they taped last week, whatever, right? Right. Um, just that he has – he's so consistent. Heath Lee is also incredibly consistent, and, like, I love Keith Lee. Like, I – everything about his style, his work, it's, it's probably the um, – what's the word? The, I want to say dichotomy, but I don't know if that's the right word. But like the don't look at me, I don't know words. I, I know, right? Um, the whatever it's called, the about how big and how you'd assume based on his size and you know how he looks, you'd assume he's probably not athletic. But then he goes and fucking does topes over the top rope. He is so incredibly athletic for his size and build. 
Like, Otis has a similar body type, a little smaller, but, like, you can tell Otis, that's like a, a former bodybuilder's body. Like, they're going to have fat on them because they're just taking in so many calories to try to build up their bulk, to build up their muscle. Keith Lee doesn't have that exact look, but I don't know his... I actually, I caught some abs this week. No, I think that's just an illusion. I think you're uh, looking for abs where there are none. No, nah, I saw... Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying like he was ripped, but, you know, I saw a little indent. Okay, Rich. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, my, my pick was Adam Cole for his utter dominance of the half year. Hmm. All right, man. You know, that's I, your opinion. I think, I, think, I think Keith Lee is gonna is gonna between the two of them is gonna dominate the next half year. We'll see. I mean uh, that remains to be seen. Indeed. And that concludes the Bumpy Awards. Is that what they're calling it? That's what they're calling because I guess because it's because it's uh, they're doing it on on the bump. If I were like on like the te- the creative team and they're like this is the name I'm like so that's the final name right we're that's <laughs> that's what we're gonna do okay like, like are we are we gonna get a uh, a slammy award and just put a bunch of bumps all over it oh winner gets a bumper sticker oh yeah, that'd be good. Okay, with a bumper sticker. Yeah, bumper sticker. It says, you're the bumpiest. <laughs> or whatever. Facing me in the ring is going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, man, I was talking to my wife about... uh, the, It was during the uh, Jeff Hardy uh, segment with uh, Miz and Morrison. Yeah, hey, hey, ho, ho. And I'm like... You know, the Hardys really dropped the ball in their early development because both of them like to party. So why did why wasn't every match hyped up as, there is nothing better than a Hardy party? Because the Hardys, we party hardy, boy. Dude, mm. come on. Obviously, they're way too old to do that now. Plus, you have private party out right now, but they could have been that. That would have been so awesome when they like when they were younger, dude. Could have. Been. It's obvious that both of them like to party. They've had their demons, so yes. it would have made it would have been perfect sense. You could have still been Team Extreme, party hardy, man. Yep. Man, that would be so cool because nobody, there's no heart, there's no party like a Hardy party. So Hardy's party, Hardy, the the hardiest of parties, mm. and they and and the finishing moves could be like party themed, you know, like the like the twist of fate instead of the twist of fate, you could call it the 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 inebriated twister or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway. The drunken twister. It was better in my head. As are most things. Yeah, I can't can't really... That's all I had there. I don't don't know if I can think of any sort of... Hardy party, party, hardy. Right, party moves. 
It's alright, man. It's not your wheelhouse. It's not. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Did you watch Raw? I did. Oh, yeah, we talked about the title belt and stuff. So. I like it. I, guess... I know you don't. Oh, what did you think about Drew? I mean, um, and Heath. I think Heath is jacked. I think he got a little bit bulkier. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's he's not coming back. No. Yeah, I read that same interview. All right, good. Um, so for anyone that hasn't, um, Heath, is, Heath Slater is in the same mindset that Drew McIntyre was when he first got fired from WWE. Well, not first, but like he's already mentally moved on to other things, maybe wrestling-related, maybe not. I don't know. But um, he actually had to be kind of talked into coming back to Raw. Did he do it as a favor for Drew? Not so much. I I think because uh, Drew didn't Drew didn't say that. Uh, my speculation is that well, if he's not on a contract and he's appearing on Raw and he's looking that friggin' ripped already, like he's gonna be one of the Impact guys for Slammiversary. Not necessarily that, but like for the for at least. Um, Cody and Tony Khan and whoever's running Impact right now, um, they're going to see him like, holy shit, this guy's really serious about his physique now, and that's only going to up his stock more. I don't know. Cody said in an interview that there's no place for Heath Slater at AEW. All right, so Impact. Whoever, yeah. whoever running that show. I mean, it could be a work, but, you know, like, I think – I'd rather see him on Impact. Like, AEW, I don't think they have... They have, like, their own, like, little mindset thing, you know? That they're the... They don't want to keep taking, like... WWE guys. Yeah, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they did it with Brody Lee, and it's like, how much more of this can you do? Yeah. You know? So you got Jericho, Brody, Matt Hardy. They used up their... uh they're, they're WWE bucks. We got Taz, Jr. I said I had to have said Jericho, right? You, you had did. The, the first one. Um, Shayun Bolsonaro. Yeah, Shayun Bolsonaro. Cody. Uh, sure, you could say it again. Got Cody. Yeah. Um, was it Lance Archer there for like two two minutes? <laughs> briefly, so, uh, from what he said, a cup of coffee. Literally a cup of coffee. They're like, here you go, kid. You're yeah, in the big time. Uh, that was actually the first I saw him as Lance Lance Archer. He was uh, Lance Hoyt in Impact. Lance Hoyt sounds like such a jobber name. Hmm. He was a tag team guy. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect, but it does sound like head from local area, Lance Hoyt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lance Hoyt's definitely a legend here in the local scene. Coming out here to take a challenge to our middle t- middle card champion, Jockey John. Jockey you know, John. You know, Lance Hoyt is a former four-time Paducah world champion. Also a tilt-the-world amateur uh, wrestling challenger. Don't he, he forget would, he would have he would have gone to the 1976 Olympics had, had he not gotten a call from our promoter. That's right. Also, 
he's in a little bit of hot water for inappropriate conduct. But here he is, everybody. <laughs> here he is. Oh, here geez. to entertain you, the masses. Oh, and the match is over. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, Lance Hoyt. Let's see if we can get him some medical attention. We'll see you um, at the pay window, sir. Yes, if you, yeah, sitting or standing, it's Up one of those. to you. This, this is not ballet. Anyway, back to the Basement Bookers podcast. All Thanks, right. guys. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Oh, man. Paducah Championship Wrestling, huh? Yeah, I mean, you came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's looked great. Good to see that he's, uh, you know, actually doing something with his time. They got, uh, they put him back just to get kicked on the head and just, uh, it's like, okay. Mm. I, I, I want, gee, I wonder why it took some convincing. Yeah, right. It's like, listen, Heath, we're gonna, we want you to... Do this thing with Drew. Um, he's gonna Claymore kick you, but you can say what you want. And, uh, yeah, good luck, man. Thanks, thanks. Okay, okay. Sure. That's not what we talked about, but, uh, sure. Quick payday. Um, so you mentioned Ray, Mysterio, and Seth before. How about this whole Eye for an eye match. Well, I'm hearing uh, it's going to be a cinematic match that they're going to be using CGI. Um, I don't – I see it as an excuse for Seth Rollins to complete his outfit with a eye patch. Um, <laughs> I don't see – but then again, Mysterio is um, not under contract, I think. Right. So it could be he loses. I'd say Dominic turns on him. I feel like... But uh, I think... Let me finish, let me finish. If anything, it'll be a situation where it's like... What happened to Rey Mysterio, Rollins didn't literally tear his eye out. Mm -hmm. So he could do the same thing to him, kind of. Not like the exact spot, but, you know, just damage his eye. I don't think... How do you do this? Yeah, but the the way they're saying it... That one person has to pull his opponent's eye out of the socket yeah. to win the match. Now we're in fantasy land. Wrestling can be anything. Yeah, it can be anything, but you're talking about you have to tear a person's eye out in a place where you can't do closed fists? What? <laughs> you can do closed fists. <laughs> FTR told us that... The closed fist thing is in the rule book that you can have a clo- you can throw a closed fist. But they don't usually. They usually throw like a forearm or like a chop, you know. And now we're pulling eyeballs out. Okay. Well, if you if you look at if you look at it realistically, like boxers wear gloves to protect their hands. But it, I yeah. Hmm. So, and boxers will fight maybe three times a year at most. Right. Let's call let's call that high the high end of, of boxers fighting, and wrestlers what once a week minimum. So you're gonna learn to to fight in a way that you hurt your opponent but protect yourself. Yeah, you gotta learn to fist properly. Yes, it's very important. Becky Lynch learned fisting from Finley. Was what? it Finley or Regal? Regal Finley? I don't remember. 
Careful, you're going to get these guys into trouble. He means <laughs> uh, punching. Oh, no, it was Flair. It was Lawler, you idiot. Lawler? Damn it. Uh, it it's late. This isn't time time there. <laughs> we usually record. You know, you make it up a lot of excuses when you would say the same thing on a Saturday. Or, like... <laughs> you have no proof. You have no proof. I, I don't. Just experience. <laughs> Lawler. So she learned to punch from Lawler. That was, I knew it was. Like how to throw a convincing punch. Yeah. Which is, it's interesting. It's like. Flair did still, I think Flair talked about the same thing though in his, uh, 30 for 30. The string trick. Yeah. I think so. So that's probably where your confusion is. Probably. Thank you. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, I feel like they're painting themselves into a corner with this stipulation. I think they know what they're doing. But they probably do. Yeah, probably the, is the right answer. Yeah, the the question is, are we going to like it? Right. It's not going uh, <laughs> to be as good as the Boneyard match. It's probably not going to be as... I don't know. I don't think it'll be as good as uh, Chamba Gargano either. I mean, they said they use a CGI, so it's going to be weird. Yes. Pr- presumably, all, like, as far as we know, they're definitely doing that for the eye effect. Whether there's anything else happening in the match is going to be CGI. Maybe Ray's going to hit, like, a freaking Super 619 or something. And not, and his eyes just going to fly, like, out of its socket. Like a... Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, get behind that. Like, all right. So, so it's like it got the same reaction from me when they started promoting Edge vs. Orton as the greatest wrestling match ever. (laughs) You got WWE. You earned yourself a guaranteed, authentic Rich the Riz eye roll. Whoa, that's huge. Huge, terrific, tremendous, the best. Because I'm predicting it right now. I'm going to end up thinking, this is stupid. It's going to be one of those days where I'm like, why am I doing this? Is it for the podcast? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I already don't care for Seth's gimmick. I feel like it started on Twitter because a fan did a piece of artwork Made they him called look him like the Jesus. Messiah, yeah, and then they just ran with it. Like, like this would be cool. Would this be cool, guys? That's why you don't mm-hmm. let people come up with their own thing, right? Meanwhile, we're like, let's let them try to be themselves and do their own thing. <laughs> it depends on the idea. Like, this is like uh, we just not... want you to do what we want. Yeah, it's like this Seth gimmick is. It's just not landing for me. It's like a farted church, man. It's it's I not don't know. Even, I care more about a fart in church. He's not having it up enough, you know. Mm-hmm. And where's theory? That's a great question. Maybe he's got the COVID, or he's scared of the COVID. Maybe. But when you're with the Monday Night Messiah, like you should be all right, you know. Theoretically. You should take care of you. But I don't think he's that kind of messiah, so who knows? Then there's the uh, non-injured AOP member. 
Right. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah. Why don't they just use those guys or that guy? Mm. Like, what's he supposed to do? Like, it's not like, well, I guess it's like, what if, like, they like one of them? It's like, yeah, listen, you know, we kind of don't need two of you. So, see you later, I guess. All right. And then what is he, the author of pain? That could work. Or the AOP? That'd be kind of weird if he's like the AOP. <laughs> hey, the AOP! Hey, whatever they say, you know? Oh, uh, did someone. I think someone in AEW, a tag team, used the Super Collider last week. Whoa. Maybe I, it was I don't know. I don't remember. Well, it wouldn't be WWE, right? Like, why would they let them do that? Like, don't yeah. they have rules? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I remember I did not care about it enough to put in my notes. I th- assumed I would remember it, and I didn't. And now it's just coming back to me. You think this Zelita Vega uh, Orton pairing thing, like, is it like Team 3G? What they doing? The third generation superstars? Could be Legacy 2.0. I don't think they should do that because everybody knows Cody was in that. So, because then people will be thinking about Cody. You know. It's like, why? Mm. Yeah, well, they they just won't call it that, but it's Legacy 2.0. They're just not saying it. I think they should come up with something. Maybe 3G is not good because we're all to 5G almost. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe RKZ for Zelina Vega? Uh, like that either. Maybe they just won't do a thing, right? Like maybe they'll just yeah. some wild and crazy guys. There you go. Oh, did you want to talk about Big Swole? How Big Swole is the realest wrestler? They tried yeah. to stop. They they gave her like a she's what they give she served they she got served. Is that it? Something. Like, and they barred her from entrance. She had all her stuff, and they're like, yeah, you can't come. And she's like, y'all could just call me. You made me come all this way. You could have sent me a fax or this and that. And I'm like, I have encountered women like that at my work. Mm-hmm. Like, that is real. That is a real reaction. Like, I wonder if they just did that to her. But then it's like, to me, it's like, like, already she's like, all right, this is suspect, because, like, why is this white man out here with a microphone? Yeah, right. Like, why is this? Uh, Marquez. There's, Marquez. I don't remember. There's lights, too, you know? Yeah. It's like it's a shoot or something. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm working. <laughs> I guess I better sell this. She's working a shoot, brother. Yeah. She she wrestled on uh, Dark uh, this week. And I I feel terrible because I don't remember the lady's name. It was like some fashion designer type gimmick, like Raquel Rock. I don't know. Like Taz made a Seinfeld reference to Rochelle Rochelle. Huh. And I'm like, and I forgot her name. I just kept thinking about that episode Raquel, of Seinfeld. Raquel? Something like that, but it's not pronounced like. Raquel, it's Rush Rochelle or something like that. It's weird. But like for a second, because like the way that her arms are defined and like her build, I'm like, 
were you at some point not what you are now? You know, those kind of things. But it turned out to be an actual woman. Uh, so I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's it's Rachel without the L. Chanel. Uh, yeah, I think Roche Chanel. Something like that. Yeah, there's definitely an L in Chanel, though. At least right. according to... Oh, that's AEW's YouTube, so yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm like, what? Okay. I like Big Swole, and I like that she's messing with Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. You could see more of her on... Um, AEW Dark? That, and, uh, oh, whatchamacallit, um, Isaiah Swerve Scott's podcast. I don't remember the name of it. I didn't know he had a podcast. Yeah, they do video with it also. Why does he have a podcast? Um, why not? Is he fun? Do you listen to it? No. Oh, okay. I saw, I saw part of a clip because I don't remember why. <laughs> Were you hoping um, Rhea Ripley would show up? No, there was a woman on. I don't remember who besides Big Swole. Um... I guess you should podcast. I think it was Mick Foley and... Mick Foley? Yeah. Holy shit, what a pull. Right? We've been trying to get him on the Basement Booker's podcast for, like, ever. I know, and oh, he's, he's in Long Island, too. I guess it's kind of a drive. Yeah, and, you know, we're nobody. Ah, so we're that'll... Nobody. We have the entire book of verse. That's Not true, we do. But also, he has no idea who we are. So. That's his problem. That is his problem. That's nobody's fault but his. That's right. I mean, WWE uses our ideas, so we know they listen. Somebody there does. I'm pretty sure it's freaking Kevin Dunn. Yeah, with a freaking pen and pad saying, like, all right, what other ideas can I pilfer? All of them? Yeah. Seriously. He's, he got really upset when Jared Smackdown stopped playing. He did. He's like, what am I supposed to do now? What'll I do? <laughs> I, I was just about to I was just about to debut the younger taker. I gotta figure out how to do that. I think they're gonna try to do that still. Like Maybe. try to get like a new Undertaker type guy. Crazy. Imagine. And just put him in the gear and stuff and it's gonna be like, No, you can't do this. This is wrong. Yo, no, imagine no one asked. We didn't ask if we should. Imagine they get someone to to don the name, and at least for the fir- his first major <laughs> match, yeah, Takers his manager, pass pa- passing the torch, passing the name on. Wow, like that's some good fantasy booking, there, Rich. Let's like, do wh- it. Like whoever that is. Hmm. It's like, listen, this is here's your contract, right? Don't worry about the money, but you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're here. Ever. You see how it says WWE at the top? Imagine it's W-W-E-V-E-R. You are never leaving the company. Ever. This contract is unbreakable. We have the right to have you killed. If you do something that pisses us off enough to the point where we have to fire you, but we can't fire you because you're the young, the younger taker. Do you want to be an actual dead man? Right. The only way to get out of this contract is death 
or retirement? Which would you want it to be? Oh, I'm the I'm the younger taker. Yeah. It's like yeah. Alright, I guess I'm the younger taker for life. I guess so, there's really nothing I can do here. So you, I guess you pretty much made up my mind for me. Yeah. Shit. Crazy shit. Yeah. One hundred. So uh was it Bailey wrestled Asuka this week and lost? That was pretty good. Uh, I think so. Let me see. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Kyrie beat Sasha. Oh, oops. That's zero for two there. <laughs> Whatever. They're all the same. Oh, but that but it was uh by DQ. Bailey ran in to break up the anchor, which apparently Corey Gray and Mike Cole don't know what it's called. Sort of a modified Boston crab. <laughs> Call the anchor. Come just, on, just, just just call it what it is. Have a little respect. Pir- Pirate princess can't really. It's the anchor. It's, it's, it, I it, like she had the legs wrapped up. Looks like the tip of an anchor. It's, it's the anchor. Figure I it heard out. that is the anchor, and you should just call it the anchor. You know, just do what they tell you to do, boy. Just I, do your homework. Hmm? Just do just do your homework. Dtdm. Homework. Doesn't Michael Cole know everything? He's like the guy. He teaches everybody. You think he'd know by now? Yeah, but you like you know what? Uh, you could let him slide a little, I guess. Yeah, Sometimes. he's. You know what? The guy's working all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a lot on his plate. He 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 he. he yeah, like pasta. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what do you think, uh, Nyla Rose, uh, by the way, when, when she's all breathy, like, her voice gets, like, a little deeper, you know? Cause, like, she yeah. just finished wrestling a match, and now she's like, I'm gonna have a manager, because managers get title shots for people. Right. So, well, one, so, just going back to what you said about her voice, I know someone that, um, transitioned later in life hmm. you one after you've uh hit puberty there's nothing they could do for your voice oh okay like like there are surgical things they could do they could like snip your vocal cords but like that's eh, risky yeah so if if you transition female to male or male to female um after hitting puberty and after finishing puberty your voice is just your voice. Yeah, you know, uh, currently for today as she, her, I can understand that completely. Right. Um, anyway. As evidenced by your unchanged voice. That's right. Well, I don't have to, you know. Mm-hmm. I, there's nothing I can do. You do what you want. There's nothing I can do about it, you know. It's just the way it is. It's just right now I just feel she, her. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho. Um, yeah, so I hope it's not Vicky Guerrero. Uh... Mm. And if it is, great. And can she take a bump? Probably. She Probably. did wrestle Stephanie McMahon in mud. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know if it was mud. Was it pudding? I don't remember. It was mud. Was it? Yeah. Jello or whatever? No, it was mud. Oh, it's too bad because Jello would have been way better. 
Take us back, baby. Take us back to the Attitude Era. They never did yellow in wrestling, did they? No, because I, I think it just doesn't work that well. I think, like, pudding is better. Yeah, but they, don't they have places where, like, there's jello wrestling? They do, but... I know. think I saw it on an episode of Glow that they had Probably, did that. that. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. When's that new season coming out? I have a list, I have a list of my shows and when they come out. It's taking too long. Freaking The Boys is coming out in freaking September. Boo, it's taking too long. Wait, where's my list? Yeah, September 4th. Umbrella Academy, July 31st. And Shameless Season 10, July 26th. That's my list. What a list. None, not, nevertheless. And we got that new Star Trek show, Star Trek show starting. It's um, a Star Trek universe now. Yeah. They're, they're branching out. It's uh, Lower Decks. Yeah. It's, is that the animated one? I don't know if it's animated. Well, they're gonna they're coming out with an animated one. That might be it. I don't know. Um, I don't know when Picard's coming back, but we we just finished season two of Discovery, or STD as I like to call it. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, it felt like an STD. <laughs> yeah. What did you um, think of that? I liked it a lot. Like I f- I feel like one of one of my concerns with the show, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but one of my one of the things that perpetually bother me about the show is how this one particular character is the center of everything. But now, after watching the season finale of season two, or rather like two episodes ago, it's like, okay, I see – at least there's a storyline reason. Yeah, they put it in this- there to explain it, like to like have an out. It's like this is I why I feel, like, I, I feel like that was probably the storyline the whole time. I think you give them way too much credit. I might. I don't know. I think they got the feedback where it's like, listen, guys, the the Michael show isn't working for me here. You know, <laughs> like yeah. the Michael Burnham show. Yeah, yeah, Burnham. Burnham. Uh, it, Burnham uh, burn the fans. Burn it down. Miss that. Um, but I feel like they explained it well. like. Regardless of whether they wrote it in or whether it was the plan all along, mm. I think it was very well done. Uh, rumor also has that uh, Pike's getting his own show. No, oh, that's that's a thing that's going to happen. Awesome. I I really like like I'm not I. It's public knowledge. I'm not a fan of the original series. Sucks. What's going to happen to him though? You know, right? <laughs> like every but, time I see him, I'm like, you poor beautiful man. I know. But like I, I really like the character, and I really like this actor that plays him. Hmm. Yeah, he's better than the original, which isn't saying much. But yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he was only in like a couple episodes, right? Yeah the the pilot episode, which was called the Cage, mm-hmm, which and, we saw. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. It was weird. Yes. Oh, what Spock had to go back to. That place. I actually had a great idea. Mm. Um, what if? Now, I know that I complain about oh they're just redoing the same thing again. But what if they took the original series? One of my one of the things the the main thing I didn't like about the original series 
two two main things. One, I'm going to keep. The main thing I didn't like about the original series was the fact that like it it was essentially a western. Ultimately, space western. Right. Ultimately, Kirk gets the girl. It's a little annoying, but okay, fine. That's how things were back then. The other thing is, some of the acting was just terrible. That's how it was back then. <laughs> so think about this: modern technology, all modern special effects and everything, but you just redo, literally line for line, scene for scene, the original series with an all new cast. All you change is the cast and the effects. I don't know if that's a good idea. Because, like, then it's like you're not even – you don't have writers because you're just using old the scripts from before. All right. I don't know if they so, do that. So as, as – you know, coming from the producer's standpoint – Right. It's ambitious. It's almost, like act, it's almost like acting karaoke. Right, but what you could do since Star Trek got canceled after two seasons, just hire writers. Like, if if it becomes a big success, hire writers and make more seasons. Just keep it within canon. So why not just continue it, just like where it left off? You could do that. Why did? But, but well, at least this way you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only really need to establish the characters, but like, I feel like this would sort of set it apart from the um, the alt universe, Kirk. Yeah, but why don't they just make a show out of that and just use different char- different actors? Just do that, which it's called the Kelvin timeline. Kelvin, thank you. I couldn't think of it. Um, it got really nerdy just now. Holy shit! We left uh, wrestling and we, we've boldly gone where many have gone before. <laughs> Or many to boldly go where many virgins have gone before. Yeah, um, I got to start somewhere. That's right. Hmm. I mean, we all started as virgins. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we all started as virgins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like. I feel. I feel like it would ingratiate the original series to more modern fans that maybe can't watch it because of either the special effects or the bad acting, which is me. There's no way I'm the only person that thinks like this. Uh, you're not, but I don't know if we've gotten to the point where we need to go that route. I mean, maybe you're right, but it's like... And if, if someone does it, God damn it, you heard it here, you owe me the money. <laughs> pay me. Fuck you, pay me. Wow. I'm saying it right now. My idea. That's aggressive, but okay. July 10, 2020, I said on the Basement Bookers podcast. Okay. This is a proof, I guess, right? It's a binding uh, contract, right? 7, 10, 20. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't... 7, 10, 20. It's going to be a signal, a red signal in the sky. You'll see it. That's me. That's you. That's me. I see it now. There you go. Excellent. Great. Well, Rich, uh, I think we've reached the point in the podcast where uh, we ran out of things. So ran out of wrestling things. We, we did. We did. And uh, I think now is the time to let everybody know, like in case they still want to frequent the Basement Bookers podcast, <laughs> where they can chat with us 
at us, email us, and uh, all the stuff there. A whole nine. Well, let's start with email. You can email basementbookers at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at basementjr, at Rich the Riz, at basementbookers. Check out our Facebook page, basementbookers. Uh, and if you don't know where to find this podcast for whatever reason, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. Am I missing one? Uh, we're think... available pretty much everywhere you can get a podcast. I said Google Play Music. It's Google Podcast now, right? Something like that. It doesn't matter what it's called, really. You know, yeah, that, that, <laughs> it's closed down anyway. They're closing that shit. What? Google. Yeah, oh. I I heard something about like Google Play Podcast, Google Play Music is just not going to be a thing anymore. Wow, what are they going to do? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's all in the cloud. They're just going to rename it. We're all in the cloud. Imagine we're in the cloud and we just don't know that. Listen, the internet is forever. Is it? As far as we know, until it's just not. I lately, I feel like it might not be the case. Hmm. Like it's going to be like cancel the internet. <laughs> well, it is only July. Right. Yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the internet. Oh, yeah. So am I going to do my thing now? We're going to do yeah. this thing? Okay. And Jer has a parting message. Listen, the Match of Life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. That's it. It's the podcast. Oh, right. What are you still doing here? Go out there. Live your life. <clears throat>